All right, welcome everybody to episode three of Going to the Show with Tools. This is Don Tooley in Charlotte, North Carolina. And we're taking a big step in episode three. We have our first guest to the podcast. It's uh, my buddy Aaron Oberlin. He's also a resident of uh, Charlotte and probably the person I've been to the most concerts with in uh, Charlotte. So say hello, Aaron. Hello. <laughs> Aaron's going to be super talkative with us. So Aaron's also a live music fan, so just want to talk to him about what he's into and why he likes going to shows and everything. And start off with uh, the way Aaron and I met is he's a GM and part owner of Libretto's here in Charlotte. And I was going in there for lunch uh, forever and uh, just at work and going for lunch and take off. And uh, I was sitting at another bar one night and I got a text from him saying, hey, you like live music, don't you? And I said, yeah. He goes, well, we got a band at the restaurant tonight. Come on by. So I went by, and I'd never had a drink in his establishment before because I always went in there for lunch. And I ordered beer, and the bartender was like, Jesus, you drink? And I was like, yeah, in fact, I do. <laughs> and the band was great. They had a good local cover band. And after that, we started talking about what kind of music we were into, and we started going to all sorts of shows. So uh, that's the background on Aaron. But Aaron, what was your first concert? When did you first start getting into going? Well, my first show was uh, Jimmy Buffett when I was a little kid. I went with uh, some family. But the first show I saw when I was a little older and really getting into music was 311. And I think nice that was, one. That was like my first show I ventured out on my own. You know, uh, I was probably 15, maybe. And uh, it was Mom pretty bring, good. Mom, bring here or go with your friends? Uh, I went with friends. Uh, one of the kids' parents dropped us off, though, so... <laughs> so it was like the scene at Almost Famous. <laughs> yeah, basically. Because yeah. <laughs> that was my first few shows. It was getting brought by a parent. That's awesome. And how was 311? Oh, they were awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Because ever since then, I was hooked. So I've been seeing live music ever since. Did you buy the t shirt? No. No. <laughs> my first big show was The Police, and I bought the t shirt. Bought the t shirt? Yeah. How much was a t shirt back then? <laughs> Couldn't have been more than 15 bucks. <laughs> I try to stay. Maybe 10. <laughs> Past experience when I buy t-shirts, I never wear them again. So All right. I try not to anymore. Good deal. So you grew up in Florida. So what were some of the venues that were cool for you growing up in Florida? My favorite one was uh, when I first went to college at University of North Florida in Jacksonville. There is a smaller venue probably had about 700 people or 800 maybe. They could fit in there. It was right on Jacksonville Beach. It was called the Freebird Cafe. So um, it was owned and run by uh, Judy Van Zandt, who was the widow of Ronnie Van Zandt, who died. And um, I saw so many cool shows there. And that's when I really started getting my mind open to all different kinds of music. You know, I saw Victor Wooten there for the first time, and uh, his brothers, and that just blew my mind. I mean, yep. they're so talented and technical. They're like space aliens to me. Yeah. And there's a saw ton of cool shit there. A lot of smaller like jam bands and stuff like that. When I was younger, I started off seeing a lot more jam bands. Um, so I, I played a lot of music too. And I was more into, rather than the show or the performance, just more into like the, uh, the actual music, the musicians and stuff like that. So, yeah. Now, that's really cool you say that. When I was working in Boston, I was at the software company and 
talked to a coworker and realized we liked the same kind of music, and we started going to shows together. And he was uh, now living totally close to me, and I lived closer to the city than he did. And I went to a lot more shows than he did, and he was stunned that I didn't play any music. You know, I did trumpet from like fifth to sixth grade, wouldn't practice, and gave it up, and never yeah. tried anything again. And he's like, I've never been anybody that goes to so many concerts that doesn't play an instrument. Yeah. And I haven't found that to be true at all, but, but you play. You play guitar. Yeah. I don't play as much as I used to because I, you know, I got to work a lot these days. But to me, going to see a show is still priority in my life because it's not just appreciating, you know, the talent and being a musician relating to them, but just an escape, you know. So, so you said you go to appreciate the music and the talent and all that. Who was somebody you saw that really disappointed you? Like, it just was not a good performance. Oh, I saw Citizen Cope recently, the last time they came in. I want to say that's a band that's very technical in any way, but the show's kind of flat. It was at uh, the Fillmore. Fillmore? Yeah, and he just kind of went out and played his songs, and it was kind of boring. Yeah. There's really nothing to it. And I saw the cars in high school, and they were at the peak of MTV level they packed her arena. Yeah. And they literally just came out, played their songs, and played their videos in the background. It was a yeah. horrible, horrible concert. I could have sat at home in MTV and had the same experience. And then on the other side, uh, a couple years ago, I saw Poison. And it's not something I'm really even into. And I just had a free ticket from some friends, so I just decided to tag along. And I was surprised that they just rocked the house. They played some ACDC covers and some other things, but, you know, you can be surprised on both ends of the spectrum. So. Excellent point. That's totally yeah. true. And maybe we'll do a little acapella, rose, uh, every rose has its thorn at the end of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, how do you find, coming from Florida, how do you find the Charlotte music scene? Enough stuff to go see, enough venues? Uh, yeah, I mean... Florida, I would say Charlotte's a little better than anywhere I've lived in Florida, you know. I grew up in Naples, which really has nothing. Uh, Jacksonville had a couple cool venues to see some music. I lived down in Fort Lauderdale in Miami, which had a decent music scene. Um, But Charlotte, I've really gotten into, you know, I've been to the big venues, the small venues. I mean, there's a lot of good local music. We get a lot of bigger acts that come through here, so. Um, All right, my first uh, time, my first time having a guest, and I messed up recording, so we're back at it. So, as I probably stopped recording, Aaron asked me what my favorite venue is in Charlotte, and uh, that's hard. I really like Charlotte Metro Credit Union, whatever they want to call it, the small amphitheater. That's probably my favorite one. I like that. I'd either go there or uh, Visual Light. I like Visualite, too. For a small venue, Visualite is probably the best um, because I think it has good sound in there and uh, there's not really a bad area to stand in or sit in to be able to see the music because it's on a nice incline. Yeah. Uh, the Charlotte Metro Credit Union, the Uptown Amphitheater, is definitely my favorite in the city. I like being outdoors, and uh, it's not too big to where 
you're not really going to have a bad space to see the show. Um, PNC has some good shows that come through there, but you really got to be up close to the stage to enjoy it. If you're in the lawn, the sound is just awful. Yeah. All right. So I've taken enough Aaron's time. So we're going to have questions we ask every guest. So we'll, we'll go through those right now. So you can do one word answers or a sentence or two. It's up to you. Okay. Indoor show or outdoor show? Outdoor. Club, theater, or arena show? If you go indoors. Say theater. Theater? Yeah. Do you phone record video recorded shows? Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. And then do you go in for the opener? No. Skip the opener. Sometimes Unless you someone, if it's someone that really sticks out, I'll go to the opening, but I'd rather just drink some cheaper beer before I go on the show <laughs> instead of paying $16 for a beer. All right. Now, uh, one person you've never seen, alive or dead, that you'd want to go see? Be I've never seen a uh, Pink Floyd. Well, I guess that's a, it's not one person, it's a band, but yeah, I've always been a fan ever since I was a kid and uh, never seen them and I heard their show's amazing. Cool. And then one show, the rest of your life, you're only going to see one concert, the rest of your life. Uh, Who is it? Where is it? What is it? Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'll probably never see them, but if I go back in time and see them in their prime, that would probably be the best show I could ever see. All right. Excellent. Well, you're a good friend, and I appreciate you being the first guest on the show. Thanks for having me. Every guest on the show will get some free beers or cocktails on me, so that's an inducement to be a future guest. (laughs) All right. Other than the one hiccup uh, recording, I think our uh, first segment with a guest uh, went well on the show. And uh, thanks again to Aaron for being on. We'll uh, go into the regular uh, two segments of what I saw uh, the past month and what's coming up. Uh, last month was busy, busy. And of course it was a little more than a month since my last recording, but, um, we'll, uh, go through it. First off, I saw Anders Osborne, great, uh, guitarist out of New Orleans at uh, the Whitewater Center as part of their Memorial Day, uh, festival up there. Great show, beautiful evening. You ever get a chance to see Anders, Anders, uh, go do it. He's a recovered addict. He's uh, lived life, seen it and writes amazing songs. You know, what he sees and, and things he's done just great, great artist. Uh, then I saw, I checked out a Monday night show at, uh, the neighborhood on the small side of the room. It was uh, Blackfoot gypsies, uh, Nashville, who I really like. I've seen them twice before in town and, uh, it was a Monday show went up there and it was such a unique experience that happens. Uh, when you go to shows walked in, there was maybe six people in the place and three of them were with the band. <laughs> I was like, Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, by the time they started, they didn't have an opener. They had maybe 12 people and it only got up to about 20. I felt so bad for them, but, uh, to their credit, they rocked it. Uh, they did a, you know, full show, you know, played a bunch of tunes, uh, played a bunch of covers, uh, interacted with the crowd and, and they were just great. So, uh, I would definitely say give uh, Blackfoot gypsies out of Nashville a listen, um, they, they just, uh, did a great, great show. A couple of the tunes I liked, uh, they did coming back. Uh, when the devil, uh, comes for me and keep on running, uh, were tunes of theirs that you can check out on YouTube or, or wherever you, you, um, check out music. And, 
And the funny thing was the lead singer jumped off the stage afterwards and he literally walked around the bar and thanked everybody for coming. And, uh, I was at a little high top table and a couple came and sat with me and, and the guy started asking him all sorts of questions. And we probably had like a 10, 15 minute conversation with the uh, lead singer is great. Uh, real nice guy and totally open and, and, uh, just a great, great experience on a Monday night, uh, to see them. And then uh, Father's Day evening, I went to uh, Noda Brewing and checked out uh, Acoustic Syndicate, a local band, uh, kind of jammy, bluegrassy. Uh, I'd never seen them before. Uh, they definitely had a hardcore following. They had a bunch of people up front and dancing and a uh, good show. I'll definitely try and check them out again. They usually play uh, the Visual Light in town uh, once or twice a year. And then they opened uh, for one of my favorite bluegrass bands, Steep Canyon Rangers, and uh, Noda, to their credit, just did a, it was for my first time going to a show up there, and they just did a great job. Nice stage setup, sound was good. Of course, their beers were great. And uh, they had two good uh, food trucks there, a barbecue one, and uh, they had tin food, uh, uh, tin kitchen there, and um, just an awesome evening. And some of the tunes they played that I love was uh, uh, One Step Ahead of the Storm, uh, Take the Wheel, and uh, I Can Find the House But Can't Get Home. Uh, just great show by them. And then um, later on in the month, I saw Hayes Carl over to uh, Visual Light Theater. Uh, artist, uh, Americana, Roots, whatever you want to call him, Outlaw Country. I'd been mean to see him for a while. I saw him on Austin City Limits a while back. And, and just through YouTube and stuff, got turned on to some of his music. And just whenever he comes around, I seem to seem to miss him. And uh, finally got to check him out. He had a great uh, opener, a guy named Ben Dickey. He played uh, solo with an electric guitar, which you don't see that too often. But um, he did a great set and uh, really enjoyed his set. And he came out and joined Hayes uh, for a couple tunes. But uh, if you get a chance, definitely give Hayes a listen. And I'll close the show with one of Hayes' uh, songs since I enjoyed so much. But a few of his to check out were um, uh, Tied to the American Dream, If I May Be So Bold. I'm going to change and uh, Jesus and Elvis um, was a real great tune and cool story too. Hayes was a great storyteller. He talked a lot uh, in between tunes, um, just great entertainer. And then uh, we had two big ones uh, to uh, PNC. I, uh, two weeks ago on Friday, I saw Fish, um, one of my favorite bands who I probably haven't talked about a whole lot on, on the show, but uh, seeing them, uh, I don't know how many shows I'm up to now. Probably it's over 30. I don't know if I've hit 40 yet or not, but uh, I've been seeing them since uh, I think my first show was 94 or 95 in Worcester. Um, traveled all sorts of places to see them, love them. Uh, and they just tore down Charlotte uh, two weeks ago, Friday. Met up with uh, my buddy Sid and, and my buddy Keith and some of their friends and uh, just grabbed a lawn seat the day of the show. And so glad I went. Uh, it was just a great, great show. Um, some of the tunes they played that I love, they did uh, Got a Jaboo. They played Free. Um, they closed the first set with Say It To Me Santos, which is available online. Uh, official recording from Fish. That was just amazing. Uh, they opened up second set with Runaway Jim, which is favorite of mine. They played uh, Sand and, and Possum, a couple of my other favorite tunes. So it was just a great night. Um, you know, people say that they've lost or whatever, but Oh, I still love going to shows and, and they killed it. So it was um, well worth doing and, and always good to um, go to the show. And then I, I lucked out last Friday um, through work. Uh, a guy that calls on me is uh, one of my salespeople 
that uh, I, I use his product. Um, we w- went out Thursday night for dinner and he's like, Hey, you going to the dead show tomorrow night? And I said, no, we kind of dragged our feet about getting tickets and it sold out. So, you know, I'm not going to go. And he's like, he's like, dude, you're my customer. He goes, I'm going, you're going. And, uh, he grabbed me a ticket and, uh, me and him went to the show and it was really, really good. It was my first time seeing uh, dead and company with John Mayer. I'd seen side the dead with Jerry twice, seen the various incarnations of the dead, seen the solo projects, all that. But, um, I've had a hurdle going to see John Mayer with him and John Mayer is super talented and he gets it. And the whole bit, it, I just have an issue, uh, mentally or mental block, something about seeing John Mayer with the dead, but I went and, uh, they did a great show. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the big tunes and hits they did, but, um, you know, he, he fit in with them and he sang great. And of course his guitar was great. He's really got Jerry's tone and stuff. So it was cool. But, um, some of their favorites that they played were, uh, trucking, uh, Brown Eyed Women, uh, Mr. Charlie, um, uh, Deal, they played uh, Don't Let Deal Go Down, and uh, Eyes of the World, which are some of my favorites. So it was just a great evening, two two beautiful nights out to PNC. Uh, Fish was on the lawn and Dead was in the pavilion. And um, hey, it's always good to go to the show. Both those shows prove that. So um, coming up in uh, the coming month is uh, tomorrow on July 4th. Uh, North Mississippi All-Stars is uh, playing the Whitewater Center as part of their 4th of July festival, and they're going to have fireworks and stuff. Uh, on Friday, the 5th of July, uh, Gerwin Mule's playing the, the Fillmore, a uh, favorite band of mine. I don't think I'm going to be in town, so I'm going to miss them this time around. But uh, Warren and, and the band is just awesome. I've seen them a ton, a ton of times. Um, on Sunday, I'm definitely going to uh, grab tickets to see Tedeschi Trucks Band. And they have uh, two of my favorites opening for them, Blackberry Smoke and uh, Shovels and Rope. So that'll be a good show out to PNC. Um, July 11th, uh, the Wood Brothers are playing the Night Theater in town. Uh, July 13th, uh, Luke Combs is playing uh, PNC, a country artist that I just got turned on to. And uh, he is uh, really great. I, it's a sold out show, so I don't, I'm not going to be able to go out to it, but a ton of friends are going out there and I know it'll be a good time. Uh, that same night on the 13th, uh, Grupo Fantasma, a Latin funk band out of Austin, who I've seen a few times. Uh, they're coming to town playing a free concert at a uh, beard and park, which is uh, right across from the baseball stadium, uh, downtown, uptown, whichever way you like to call it. And then on uh, July 19th, uh, Dave Matthews is bringing his summer tour to PNC seen Dave a ton of times and, uh, hopefully I'll be out there for that one. Uh, July 20th, uh, green sky bluegrass is playing, uh, the small amphitheater uptown, the Metro Charlotte credit union, which I still don't know the court, the corporate name for, but, uh, they'll be there and, and they do a great show kind of jammy bluegrass. And then the last show of the month I want to mention was, uh, July 26th, American aquarium, a uh, great band from here in North Carolina rock band. Uh, they're playing neighborhood theater. Uh, I'll be out of town for that one, but it's uh, definitely a show we're checking out. So um, that covers the podcast for the month. We had uh, we had a guest. We stepped up. Uh, we did our usual, you know, what I saw for the month and, and what's coming up. And I will uh, continue by um, the tradition of closing out with a tune. I'm going to do a Hayes Carl tune, um, Bad Liver and a Broken Heart. Uh, it was his encore uh, that night. Great, great tune and and uh, fits him well. So um Thanks for listening, everybody, to uh, Going to the Show with Tools. We'll be back uh, next month with a new show and uh, new guest and 
appreciate all the listens and all the feedback. I got great feedback last month. Uh, one of my buddies in California uh, texted me and said, hey, just listen to the podcast. And I felt like me and you just sat and had a beer together. So uh, that was a huge compliment and uh, really appreciate it. So keep the feedback coming and, and we'll keep doing them and hopefully it keeps improving. Thanks, everybody. Maybe that's what songs are for